0: Hi everyone, and
1: welcome to the Go Tech please Don't Die podcast—a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not
0: dying. I'm Nathan.
2: In right, I'm Evan. Motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should do that at your wedding. <laughs> Josh, you want to go? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm,
3: I'm. I'm Josh. I I don't even know how I follow that up.
0: <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! Yelled so hard that he cut out the broadcast almost. And I'm Matt. And
1: this week, um, hey guys, let's take some deep breaths real quick. Um, I know that Southern Miss was wearing yoga pants, so maybe we could they could teach us some uh, breathing right, exercises. Yeah, let's let's do uh, some. They
2: could also do teach some us. downward facing dog Wrestling here, guys. Just...
1: I'm pretty sure we're upward facing dog <laughs> after that game. <laughs> downward facing eagle. <laughs> oh man. yeah. So so we just watched like minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, text God. 31 to 30. Defeat of the Southern Miss Golden Eagles.
3: I gotta pour this drink, man. Oh.
1: Yeah. I like how
0: uh, everybody's is everybody drinking right now? Yes. Yes.
2: Hell yeah.
1: But <laughs> let's let's talk about this game. Uh I, we're all really excited, obviously. A little bit, yeah. The first thing I have in the notes is holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. So uh I think what we what we need to do is kind of jump back to the beginning and kind of play through it really quickly. Because yeah. Yeah. All of our heads, I think, are in those last four plays of the game. Well, I guess last four of Tech's the offensive series before one play the winning game. score. <laughs> yeah. So Southern Miss gets the ball first to start the game. And they uh, they drive for a bit. They get to Tech's...
2: 21. Yes.
1: They get to the 24 where it's fourth and seven. Ah. And they decide to go for it within field goal range. Uh, yeah. Kind of, Interesting. What, y'all, what was in y'all's minds there?
2: I don't... What, they... They mentioned Mike Golick uh senior was on the color commentary and he mentioned that their kicker made a 28 and missed a 31 or maybe it was vice versa last week but um so I was I was thinking they didn't have much faith in the uh in the kicker there and of course uh Jack Abraham passed it to Frank Gore Jr and it came up short thankfully so Tech uh, was able to get off the field there after you know the first drive I was really just hoping they wouldn't score a touchdown right i mean we haven't played right, football yeah. yet. We're missing a bunch of guys. We're, you know, tweets came out before the game saying we were missing six starters and twenty from the two deep. I don't know if that was true or not, because uh, I don't know what the freaking two deep was supposed to look like. But uh, well, like a one deep at this point. <laughs> yeah, like a one and a half deep. I guess I don't know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, I was just happy to get off the field there. I just hit my mic, so hopefully that. <laughs> anyway.
1: That probably it won't be the first time. Uh, yeah and so then Tech took over on downs there and uh, the guy who trotted out is the guy who Matt really wanted to start this game Aaron Allen
0: yeah well um, I mean Aaron Allen came out and played really well uh, initially he only had one incompletion, completion I believe on his first drive inclu- and had a touchdown pretty early on too but and this is later in the game this is after the half just looked like a true freshman on the first drive out of the second half looked terrible uh he doesn't appear to have a lot of composure when the when the pocket starts to break down he just gets kind of nervous makes mistakes and
2: well we'll we'll get there we'll get there yeah Uh, on the first tech drive though i mean it was very clear that skip wanted to run the ball right i mean first three plays justin henderson run five yards run nine yards run seven yards so, I mean, it was working. It worked pretty much the whole game. I'm not sure what the final stats ended up being. I mean, looks like we had 163 yards on the ground, so that's pretty good. But, you know, that, that first drive, it was really about the runs, and that set up some passing, didn't it, Nathan?
1: Yeah. Aaron Allen uh, got a pass completion to Griffin Aber for 12 yards, Smoke Harris for 16 yards in there.
2: Yeah, nice little screen pass to Smoke. I, I like, yeah. that, uh, like that tweet you had there, Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> smoke screen <laughs> which we <laughs> didn't run the rest of, of the game, game i
1: don't think but it
2: was a smoke
1: screen yeah because yeah, now they're expecting it and that's what the real smoke screen is mm. uh, so, yeah i mean tech just basically methodically moved down the field i won't give you time to groan up my bad joke and, and put the ball in the end zone and and scored first i think something that none of us really saw coming i i know i didn't think tech would be the first one to score here
2: yeah nice nice 15 play 79 yard drive seven minutes off the clock i mean I was not expecting there to only be two drives in the first quarter. Personally, I, I I was surprised by that. You know, we heard a lot about Southern Miss's new coach going up tempo, and I guess they did. But the first the first quarter had a 12 play, six minute drive for Southern Miss, and a 15 play, 79 yard drive for Tech. So, not not so much on the uh, the quick, fast pace we might have been expecting.
1: But again, if you score a touchdown after holding the ball for that long for seven minutes and nine seconds on that first drive, then uh, I love don't it. really have any complaints.
3: I love it. That's long. Do that more. Are great drives. Do that more.
1: But then of course, Southern Miss answered with a touchdown of their own after a drive that included a roughing the passer penalty and some just Tim Jones being a good wide receiver. miss.
0: Yeah. That Tim Jones guy, uh, <laughs> he can go straight to hell.
2: God, he was out for the fourth quarter. I don't know what happened to him. Hopefully he's okay to be clear. Please just, but like,
3: Declare for the draft now. Go. Yeah, yeah. just never just want to stop see you. Out,
2: bro. You're too good for. Yeah, we don't just need go. to see you anymore, man. You'll be drafted in like the fifth round. Come on.
3: Yeah, he he's very good. I just, I can't believe sticking a true freshman cornerback on him was the plan.
1: Well, Cedric Woods played him pretty well when it was man to man. Tim Jones excelled at when Tech was playing zone. He would find a soft spot in the zone and sit there. Yeah. It's just what a senior. I'm not sure if he's an actual senior, but a uh, a well-traveled wide receiver would do you find the sweet spot you sit there and wait for the quarterback to find you and tech needed to put a guy on him even when they were playing zone because he was finding that sweet spot way
2: too quickly he is indeed a senior okay thank god bye Yeah. Woof. we don't have to play him again praise be probably it's probably for the
0: best he's going to be playing on sundays though i have a good feeling
2: yes canadian goes football the,
0: plays ghost goes to the falcons
2: Oh God, no, please! Um, yeah, I mean, so that have we already gotten to the part where he scored a seventy-four-yard touchdown, where he just literally ran past our entire defense? Is that what we're talking <laughs> that's, about? That's
1: that's the next other misdrive. drive. Oh, okay. As tech between well, did those we, two wait, 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 did drives, we
2: mention the did we mention the the stupid ass play they tried two point man conversion? The two
1: point conversion?
2: Right. That's one, that's the reason. We, that's the reason we won. He's <laughs> a very aggressive coach I, I think they're i think they're 30 year old coach which is i mean that's terrifying because he's like what six months older than me yikes yeah he's what yuri. am i doing with my life <laughs>
1: what are you doing with your life <laughs> nothing I, well he's not, getting married soon
2: not that yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not coaching southern miss so there's that i guess you, you didn't
1: lose a football game tonight yeah,
2: you did not I, I did not in fact i've never lost a football game in my life well i played for clearwood when i was in seventh grade so never mind
3: mm, well are coming out already <laughs> but yeah so let's
1: talk about that fourth down play yeah you're right evan that's we we need to discuss that a little bit because i really liked usually i'm not a big fan of when commentators break down plays because i feel like there's a lot of like things that they either get wrong or that they're they're trying to simplify or oversimplify but they pointed out the fact that this play works by you think that they're going to stretch the ball out to the left side of the field where all the players are so it snaps it to the guy he throws it over to the left side they run it in and the, the alternative to that is to snap it to the guy and he just runs in without yeah. and the left side mess is all a misdirection. But they <laughs> counted the players and Mike, out four defenders and USM had three blockers.
2: Michael so was like, Mike was like, I spent the entire commercial break just perplexed. And then he's like trying <laughs> to find the words to describe how bad this play was. And he still couldn't find it. I was like, my God, I think you're still perplexed, man. Like you didn't figure it out. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it was, it. one of life's yeah. great mysteries.
2: Yeah, that was that was funny. He was just like, "Yeah, I, I mean, one, two, three, four defenders, one, two blockers, and one runner." Yeah, you don't have the numbers there. I'm sorry, but you just don't. <laughs> so, especially
1: in the first half, that's a you call a timeout if you don't have a backup safety valve, or you just kick the damn extra point. I mean, well, not, but if you're if you're going there thinking that you're going to fool tech into forming or getting into formation that's favorable to you, Southern Miss, and that doesn't happen, you don't just say, okay, well, who cares? Uh, We'll go ahead and try anyway. You either have a backup plan or you just call timeout and then send your extra extra point unit out there.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, just take the delay of game. I mean, if you have to. But I think that was just a case of the the 30-year-old wanting to come out and like put his stamp on the game early and just didn't work, you know? So I, I guess I don't really fault him for trying but that was a dumb way to try you might as well put jack abraham out there and tim jones right i mean yeah i yeah, but know. tech showed off
1: they had a kicker on their next drive when jo- jacob barnes who i probably shouldn't keep calling baby barnes in my head because like he's its own person and could also well, probably be always a Jonathan kicker
2: barnes, so i did
1: yeah you gotta give P- you gotta give your kids different initials for their first name just just saying that should be a rule but he hits a 28 yard field goal after tech drives down to the 10 of southern miss
2: yeah Pretty pretty good drive there again. Um, you know, it was nice to see Tech like moving the ball to start out. We weren't sure what we were going to see, and it felt good to actually see some success to start out the game.
1: Yeah, and then of course Southern Miss goes and ruins it with that seventy-four yard touchdown by Tim Jones, a one-play drive.
2: <sighs> I mean, it was like an eight-yard pass and yeah, then the yeah, yards it, after catch
3: did turn yeah. on the jets. And t- did, did Jack
2: Abraham try anything deep this whole game? I don't. Feel like style. I mean, I'll be interested to see those Game PFF style. stats on Blue Tech Blue because, like, I don't know if he attempted a pass over twenty yards. I really don't. Oh, well. it ended up Twenty-four of thirty-two, two sixty-four. That's eight point three per attempt. But man, that that's interesting because I really don't know if they had a pass beyond twenty yards. I, I may be forgetting something, but um. Maybe that's a credit to the Tech defense for not giving up anything over the top, but I know that's not how they play. So
1: Yeah, that's we talked how about this, this
3: defense ahead of time. That?
1: Well, it's more about how Southern Miss offenses play, or at least with Jack Abraham and its high percentage Ooh, passes. Oh,
3: man, that win probability chart I'm seeing right now.
2: Oh, man, hold yeah, on. I'm I ahead of myself. A, oh, wow, gave us a 50. So 50.3%. 50. So it gave us like 0. 0.3 extra percent ahead of fourth down there. When Oops, call I see
0: that. that. I see that. And then it just and then it just skyrocketed like King Dakar.
2: Yeah, so it started at sixty-three point
1: two percent and when tech hit that field goal, they were at sixty-three point three percent. So tech up ten to seven at that point kind of seemed exactly what was expected for this game to go so far. Again, I think that's how we thought too, like maybe if tech was gonna start leading early on, it wasn't gonna be by much because tech had a lot of kinks to kind of iron out. Yeah, still uh
3: still a few that would need to get looked at. Quite a
0: few. few. It'll help when most of the players are healthy again.
1: Yeah, but then after that touchdown drive by Southern Miss, I said drive, it was a play. Does it really count as a drive? (laughs) Aaron Allen's not who comes back onto the field. It's Luke Anthony. Much to the chagrin of a lot of people on several... I checked a couple different message boards and nobody was really happy about it.
2: I I, I mean, look, you you just had two back-to-back scoring drives to open the game. I mean, maybe... dick with the guy who's led those drives i don't i don't know but we'll get to this later but skip maybe outthought himself a couple times in this game
3: i i th- i thought he almost coached himself out of a win but i'm just gonna
2: well one inch on that fourth down play that we'll get to and he would have that's what we'd be talking about but anyway yep. Yeah, that, that drive was good. I mean, 40, 40 yards on 10 plays, but ultimately uh, couldn't get it done on fourth down at the U, at the Southern Miss 35-yard line. So, you know, I thought, I thought Tech did a good job of trying to mix in some short passing. I was honestly expecting to see more of that, though, uh, like the screen pass games, like we used to run with Trent and Carlos Henderson back in like 2016, but a lot of it was run. So this drive started out with, Four Israel Tucker runs in a row, and then a Luke Anthony a couple or three passes in a row. So, you know, kind of interesting play calling there.
1: Then the next drive, Southern Miss punts, and then it's the end of the half when Tech gets the ball back. They they try a little bit to move down the field before halftime, and then everyone was hating on Luke Anthony for taking that sack right before half.
2: Yeah, what was he supposed to do? I mean... That was um, my
1: thought is he realized at that point, if I throw the ball, nothing's good's going to happen. So I'll run yeah. around for a bit, but I'll make sure to cover the ball and make sure I don't lose that. And yeah. he eventually ran out of time and space, but again, who cares? Like you're going into halftime down by three, but there are worse things to be. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Second half kicks off. And so, um, yeah,
2: I mean, how, how did you guys feel yeah. at halftime first versus- to, kind of start out i mean it was 13 10 usm i well we get, I the felt, ball. we get the ball at the half so yeah i felt like the first half was kind of weird just like hey let's let's play some football let's feel each other out and see what happens and you know being down three after you know everything we've been through and just not having all of our players available felt like a pretty good place to be to me yeah getting
0: the ball to half felt like we come out run the ball um we'd have a pretty good shot of at least tying it up. But uh, unfortunately, that is not what happened. Yeah, and
1: we had one halftime adjustment we had to make, and that was make sure Tim Jones doesn't hurt you anymore. Everything else is okay. Our kickoff coverage could have been improved and kind of got worse as the game went along, uh, minus the final one. Yeah. But uh, t- or USM quickly realized, hey, even if they kick the ball six yards deep in the end zone, if I take it out, I'll at least get to the 30. So oh, yeah,
2: I'll get to the 35. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah but tech got the ball first so uh Wayne Toussaint returned the ball to the 30 yard line before getting called for an illegal block and having the ball get back to the 20 but it doesn't really matter that much because two plays later Aaron Allen throws an interception
2: oh, oh man that that's returned hurt.
1: to the 20 yard line of tech just that a hurt my soul brutal
2: interception i mean he had played well up to this point in the game and like you said earlier Matt he he had some pressure and i mean the guy he so he threw it to a DB who was kind of running back towards running as if he was a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And the the tech player that was near that DB was an offensive lineman. So like not, not a eligible receiver, right? So just a really, really terrible play by Aaron Allen. Not sure what he was thinking there. And just kind of a backbreaker to start out the second half.
1: Yeah. And then remember Tech's one halftime adjustment at least should have been how do you stop Tim Jones? And they I guess didn't figure it out because Man. one play later, Tim Jones had a twenty yard touchdown reception.
3: Team looked the team yep. looked real gas. That, that was the defense, especially.
2: Uh, that was the second one play touchdown drive from Jack Abraham to uh Tim Jones. So
3: those yeah, boys look tired at that point. Yeah. Play. And they, they should have been
2: coming out of halftime. I mean
1: Yeah. But then Aaron Allen heads back on the field because, I mean, that didn't take very long. So you go ahead out there and he gets sacked on his first play back. Three-yard loss. uh, Also fumbles the ball, but luckily Adrian Hardy's there to jump on it.
0: Speaking of uh, Adrian Hardy, he just uh, crossed the 2,000 career yards threshold and is 13th all-time in receiving yards for Tech.
2: Good for him. So
0: shouts out Adrian
2: Hardy. You got to wonder what's going to happen with guys like that when – they're getting another free year of eligibility like is he going to declare and leave or is he going to come back next year and try to get more i guess we'll see how this year plays out but give giving them an extra free year of eligibility he could shoot up that uh that all-time leader board. yeah he could he i could also... just
1: realized that means tim jones can be back next
2: year oh too. god no oh no no no
0: no, no tim jones is going he's, get de- out he's of gonna here, he's gonna declare you're not t- here timothy he's got a lot of talent. He'll declare.
1: I should be more optimistic of after how tonight went, but uh, we'll, we'll see. But yeah, even after Adrian Hardy jumps on that fumble, Tech three plays later has to punt. And Southern Miss adds on a touchdown on their next drive to go up 27 to 10 in a all is lost kind of feeling for everybody.
2: Yeah, I honestly, at this point, I mean, I felt like Tech's night was pretty much just going to be over and we were going to see you know, what we had as far as, I don't know, depth might n- not be the right word since we had some players out for contact tracing still. But, I mean, it just felt like it was kind of, eh, we'll just cut our losses and blame it on the COVID, you know, and the hurricane. But, yeah, uh, I mean, eight play, 55-yard drive by USM. They just kind of didn't take very long. It was very methodical. It just was a real backbreaker as a fan anyway. Yeah, but... Game's not over.
1: So Tech gets the ball back after Southern Miss's touchdown with 7.36 left in the third quarter. Tech comes back out on the field with Luke Anthony, which, again, this is still yeah. a little early in his game tonight. So people were kind of upset that it wasn't Aaron Allen or people thinking, well, Tech is not caring about this game anymore because Luke Anthony is heading back out. I think that's kind of what a lot like, of people were thinking.
2: I think Skip probably had a script for that, but to me at this point, it felt like hell. Aaron Allen just had t- a turnover and an almost turnover that were basically his fault entirely. Let's see what the other guy can do at this point, you know?
1: Yeah, and what Luke Anthony does is throw a thirty-two yard touchdown pass to Adrian Hardy.
3: Oh,
2: yeah, man, just great, great stuff. Is it bad that I don't remember this touchdown at this point? What touchdown was I... this? Oh, he he, it was like a screen pass that he ran in. Oh, okay. He he, somebody missed a tackle on him right at the line of scrimmage, and then he just like pretty much walked it in. So it was kind of like the Tim Jones touchdowns where it was like, oh, okay, nobody's going to tackle him. All right, cool. But then
1: still, it's a two-possession game. Southern Miss can still, and Southern Miss had just scored a touchdown on their last
2: drive. But that's and not what happens on the this one. Then they returned the kick to the 50-yard line. I mean, to yeah. the... Yeah, 47,
1: so. the other side
2: of the 50. Yeah. So not feeling great.
1: Yeah, this is a it feels like well maybe Tech can make the comeback and then nope because that kickoff return goes for a forty eight yard return. But Southern Miss moves down the field, gets to the tech twenty five before Jack Abraham gets his pass tipped and picked off by Deshaun Hall and returned for twenty three yards too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Big old big old lineman getting a nice return there. Uh I was a little bit worried on the replay that he was going to fumble it, but uh, uh,
3: that Southern Miss player had his hands like on the ball as well when he brought him down. I was so uh, nervous.
2: Ooh, that was a close one. Good, good job, Deshaun Hall. That was nice. Uh, you know, we'll we'll talk about some of the players that impressed us. I think here in a little bit, but
3: I mean, I already have one that we probably all have in mind.
1: Yeah, I think there's a few that we all have in mind. But yeah. so Tech after the interception, Tech gets the ball back. Quickly gets into a third and ten. Luke Anthony drops back, rolls to his right, and picks up the first down, eleven <laughs> yard gain, diving head first past the first down marker on third down. And then the next play throws to Smoke Harris for a thirty five yard touchdown pass.
2: It, w- it a was beauty, a man. Beautiful pass. In that moment, I was like, "All right, there's he, the starting he's a quarterback. He's a right guy. There. Yeah. That's that's the guy." Because I mean, that pass, Smoke Harris was double covered. Smoke Harris is five foot six. And that pass <laughs> was perfect. The defenders had no chance. Now Smoke Harris is fast, right? So he was he was open, but like to hit a five foot six guy, thirty five yards down the field in double coverage. I mean, it's got to be a great pass, right?
0: Indeed, it was a very good pass.
1: And that brings Tech within three points. Matt, is that where you kind of turned on Luke Anthony, thinking he may be the guy, or was that not till later?
0: No, that was definitely it. Okay. He, He's the guy. He has everything you want in a starting quarterback. I'm not too impressed with his footwork um at times and I don't I he was throwing the ball really uh, a little too low for me and he has a tendency to go for the home run really quickly. Uh he threw a lot of deep passes. Um well, quite a few. Some that weren't there. Obviously, he made that one to smoke which was incredibly great. Uh but despite missing a couple of deep passes, He's got tremendous awareness. He's got a lot of mobility, uh, much to my surprise. Uh, so. Yeah, it's
2: faster than I expected on, on that run you mentioned a second ago, Nathan. So. He, he turned on the Jets there.
0: Yeah,
1: they mentioned on the broadcast that they had a similar style of play, him and Aaron Allen, that they both are kind of more pack, pocket guys who can take off if they need to. You know? And I didn't really believe him until that play.
0: Well, he is probably not going to like my nickname for him. Uh, but I'm going to keep calling him sloth, whether he likes oh. it or not. <laughs>
1: Only a few more drives left. Tech and the USM trade punts. USM yeah, first, so USM I gets the ball back
2: for for Tech defense. Um, after you know bringing it within three, so good. Felt like we had a lot of momentum, but then who trots out a quarterback there for that next uh, drive after? Whip Anthony led two straight touchdown drives.
1: It's uh, your boy Aaron Allen. I oh, your yes. boy, it's somebody's boy. An
2: interesting call by Skip there. I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't want to see Aaron Allen again, right? I mean, this was the first game. It was a weird game. Aaron Allen is going to be a good quarterback for Tech. I, I still feel that way. But, like, the whole hot hand theory seems to go against putting anyone else I mean, Luke Anthony out there.
3: I, I mean, it's like what everyone says, man. If you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterback. Right. I mean, I'm I'm kind of diving into, like, what I think about Aaron Allen stuff, but... The run game kinda of looked better when Allen was in at quarterback, which I d don't really understand. If they're I mean, they're both pretty mobile. So I I don't know, maybe maybe Southern Mess was keying in more.
1: I need to pocket. jump into this a little bit more, but it looks like Justin Henderson was out with Aaron Allen a lot more and when Luke Anthony was on the field it was uh Tucker. Tucker, thank you. I was saying Ishmael. Well,
3: Isaiah Tucker <laughs> that, I
2: mean,
3: my new favorite player.
2: Yeah. That that was interesting because like Henderson was dominant in the first couple drives of the game. And then skip just put out Tucker for the next three drives. And it was like, where's what happened to Henderson? Is he hurt? I I sent our chat a message at one point saying like, have we seen Henderson in in the second half? But then he was out there the next play. So it was like, what's the plan here as far as running backs? And uh, clearly the plan was to save Greg Garner for the last drive, but we'll get there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We are running there really quickly because Southern miss on this drive, after yeah. uh, text punt, USM gets the ball, starts driving. Frank Gore has a few really nice runs. He has a 27 yeah, yard at one point. they
2: could run the ball. I don't know where that came from. I guess Tech's defense with the with the lack of depth going on due to contact tracing, I mean, they couldn't run the ball the whole game. And that was a key that we talked about before and I talked about in my Blue Tech Blue Post was like, look, they're not going to be able to run the ball. And then on this drive, they got a 9-yard run, a 16-yard run, a 27-yard run. So it's like, what, where the hell did this come from? And luckily it, towards the end, it was just like, please hold on and force a field goal. And that's what ended up happening because we got a, uh, we got a third down stop where they ended up at fourth and 19. So they couldn't even think about going for it.
1: Yeah. And kind of, I'm really glad in retrospect that they kicked that field goal. Yeah. Because if not tech is down three, right? Tech would be down three when they get the ball.
2: Whew, yeah talk yeah. about and overtime then, at that point.
1: Yeah, because then Tech on fourth down wouldn't throw that pass to the back of the end zone that we'll talk about in a second. They would kick the field goal if they even get that far. So yeah, uh, Southern Miss hits that field goal, giving Tech back the ball, and Luke Anthony trots out with five minutes and six seconds left to win the game. And uh, we have an incomplete pass, an illegal procedure penalty. We have a lot of penalties on our offensive line on this final drive.
3: Yeah, it wasn't a pretty game.
2: Yeah, not as bad as some of the other games I've watched, though. As far as the penalties are concerned, um, but
1: I felt like we had drives where that went really smoothly, and then drives like this one, especially early on, that it was just a struggle to even snap the ball.
2: Yeah, and, and I mean, look, the the run game all night was pretty good. So the offensive line did a pretty good job. There were times when Southern Miss got a little bit more pressure than I would expect or I would hope for, but I don't think they. I mean, what they have like one sack or something, two sacks maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Defensive stats aren't up on ESPN yet. So I don't know.
1: Yeah. So Tech is able to move the ball down the field and get to the 40, their own 49 yard line right around midfield, where on second and 10, Greg Garner enters the game Hell out of yeah. nowhere. Greg
3: Garner.
2: My boy. 24 yards. Our boy. Everyone's boy. We were all waiting for him.
0: Yeah. My new favorite player. A Juco transfer from Cisco College.
2: Hell yeah.
3: And no be, no idea who he was before that like he got into the game. To be clear,
2: Ben Ben did say he had a great camp. So if you were if you're humbly Tech Blue, you knew about him, but weren't weren't sure. I mean, he wasn't in the game before this. I don't think he took a snap. So it was just
1: great usage. It, oh, if it was gonna yeah. be him or Dixon, the the true freshman outside L. Hell like, yeah. Like having a running back that you can turn to at the end of the game and say just the fact that you're fresh makes you just as good as anyone else that we can send out there right now. It's it.
2: God, they they run like ten plays or eight plays on this drive and then put Gardner in. What what a baller move by Skip, man. <laughs> Twenty-four-yard well, run for Gardner on his first carry as a bulldog from and, the from the Tech 49 down to the Southern Miss 27. What a what a great first carry.
1: And then he runs for five on the next one, then three. Then three for a first down. And then Tech has the ball first and 10 at the 16-yard line. And uh, finally, Tech does something other than give Garner the ball. Luke Anthony passes the ball to CJ Powell, I think, in the flat for four yards down to the 12.
3: Man, can we talk about that weird uh, like screen formation we ran
2: several that times? That was interesting, yeah. I mean, it worked. It worked. It, it was, so it was five down linemen, then uh, Anthony in the shotgun with, with uh, Garner as running back and then four receivers and they started out to the bottom of the screen. And then they ran it a couple times to the top of the screen, but four receivers all on the same side of the ball. So obvious screen formation where you're like, okay, they're going to pass it to one of these guys and the other three are going to block the first two plays out of that formation. I think we've ran up the gut with, uh, with Garner for those two, three yard gains Nathan just mentioned then the two CJ Powell runs. So just, a really interesting and I think we ran that formation pretty much exclusively through the end of the game and that was the that was the first time we'd seen it on this drive so I mean kudos to Skip and uh and Joe Sloan right for saving something for the end of the game and both uh Greg Gardner and that formation that we hadn't seen yet
1: yeah especially in a time where you kind of are running out of a limited playbook because of COVID and also because of Luke Anthony is at quarterback and he doesn't probably have as much of the playbook down that Aaron Allen does because Aaron Allen's been around longer, but Luke Anthony is able to complete two passes out in that weird formation thing to CJ Powell for four and six yards, bringing up first and goal from the six yard line. And here's where it gets weird. We're in the final four plays here. First and goal at the six, Greg Gardner runs for four yards down to the two feeling pretty good here. At least that's what I'm thinking is that you have three downs from the two yard line.
2: I think we still had one timeout at that point too. So it's like a, or two timeouts. We had two timeouts. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the next one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so I'm, I'm feeling really, really good here. Uh, Luke Anthony on second. I was pacing around
2: my living room for sure. For the last like five minutes of this
1: game. Luke Anthony gets the snap on the second down play, tries to hand it off to Greg Gardner, I believe again, and fumbles the ball. He's able to jump on it and loses three yards. And he's down at the five. Oof. And Tech calls timeout because you have two of them. You have two plays left. Really, you might as well use one here and kind of game plan a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then Tech runs back on the field. And so the Miss calls timeout because they want, just wanted to see what formation Tech would run, even though it was the same formation they used for like for yeah. the past five <laughs> plays.
3: I mean, you got to see that coming. Regard, you know, like that's yeah.
1: We have this one thing that we're doing, and it's working, so we're going to keep doing it. But on third down at the five, it doesn't work as well. Greg Gardner gets the ball and he runs for one yard down to the four, bringing up fourth down.
2: Didn't love the third down call, but I mean, I guess it had been working a little bit. uh, But I don't think that was a touchdown scoring play, um, and I would have. I guess maybe they were thinking we could catch him off guard, but don't don't love the run up the gut on third and five with thirty seconds left in the game.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't really hate it because I. I feel like it's really easy to do the whole, well, they think I'm doing this, so I want to do this. But what if they think I'm doing this, then I'll do that. It, and you kind of just cyclical think around yeah. the whole situation. It wasn't a, a Hail Mary attempt from the five-yard line or something like that. So I'm not going to like hate on it too much.
0: kind of difficult to do. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> All right, we got one more play left, though. Or Again, one more real play. Where fourth down and goal from the four-yard line. Luke Anthony takes oh. the snap drops oh back gosh. kind of struggles for a bit put's he kind rolls of rolls out he rolls and out to the like,
2: left run, run. rolls out to the
1: left of the you know, run handed yeah sloth <sighs> right-handed quarterback rolls out to the left looks like he has a lane into the end zone
2: oh I think he would have walked right in but I don't oh, think man. so
0: on second thought on second look at that there was a uh a de- uh, defensive back lurking and he can close on he can close a gap faster than Luke Anthony I think Luke would have probably he there's there's a potential he wouldn't have made it in, but anyway he decides not to run it in, and he makes a oh dare, my god,
2: uh, dude! I just watched a... the play again. Holy shit, dude! Griffin A. Bear, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <That's the throw.
0: laughs> Anthony puts so the
2: ball good.
1: up where only yes Griffin A. can come down with it. Tall Griffin A. catches the ball, comes down, but, but out of bounds. Out
2: of bounds. They say no. They say no catch on the field.
1: And the one referee is very adamant about it.
2: But
0: left foot Larry,
1: <laughs> yeah, to the opposite side of the goalpost, slightly further away, but on the line, looking down the line, immediately signals incomplete pass. So they start celebrating. Team starts rushing on the field. Their coach, who's had a lot of cocaine already, is getting ready to go <laughs> snort some more. Sp- Sponsored by
3: a Monster, b- Monster
1: he, branded he, cocaine.
3: He rose more as a bang energy kind of guy.
1: <laughs> oh my but God, it goes dude. to review where. I mean, at this point, I saw him put his leg down, but i, I, I the referee's see- right there before watching the replay. And it's like, well, maybe just, the
2: first... The first- I just had the sheer will. So before we saw any replays, I was like, his foot was down. His foot was down. And I'm That's just how- like screaming at the TV. Catherine's trying to sleep in the other room. She probably woke up. I don't even care at this point. <laughs> My keep, future that mentality.
0: What? keep that mentality. Keep that but- <laughs> mentality. <laughs> um,
2: and so, so I'm just like, I'm just like going ham. And then Mike Golick's like, hold on. We got to look at this again. And uh, oh, my gosh. Thank God it was an ESPN2 broadcast and not an ESPN Plus broadcast. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. My,
0: my gut feeling was that he got a foot down too. I knew it was going to be reviewed, but my gut said, I think he got a foot down there. And I boy, did 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 boy did he ever get a foot down. Because yeah,
1: like... the first angle shows, and it looks like his – because this is what – the color commentary guy was saying was if you go toe then heel that counts as a foot in bounds because the toe is in first if your whole foot touches at the same time and it's on the line then yeah then you're out of bounds but if your toe is in and because that you can just first, drag
2: your toe and that counts yeah. you don't have that's to get your correct. whole
1: foot down yeah so just the toe in and that's what it looked like i was like okay that's that's probably so enough
0: it would have been a touchdown
2: but then there's a second it. angle." From that front camera angle, it looked like it was just his toe, and it was like, oh, shit, well, is his heel on the line, and are they going to say that's not well, enough?
0: It, it wouldn't have mattered, though, because his toe hit first.
2: But right, but you never know.
0: That right? angle is, sure. I don't
1: think, enough. It's It was called on the field an incomplete pass, so you have to have indisputable evidence and everything. So then they show the other angle from behind <laughs> the end zone, right behind uh, Southern Miss's AD, apparently, that shows the, fo- the toe and the heel inbounds, making it pretty definitive. That tech scores the touchdown.
3: Yeah, I mean, absolutely um, insane. Yeah, like, un-
2: undoubted. Once, once I saw that last angle, I was just like, the only way we don't get this is if the refs are just like <laughs> it's stupid, right? Like if something <laughs> stupid happens. But like seeing that, I started just, ooh, I started just saying lots of profane words towards my TV in a happy way, you know.
1: Yeah, my thought was there are fourteen seconds left. And Tech has oh, to kick well, the yeah, ball that too, off.
2: That too, that Tech too. has to kick the ball off.
1: And Southern Miss hasn't returned a kick yet, but they've gotten close pretty much every time.
2: Yeah, that was some scary returns for sure. Oh, Not this God. one though. This one yeah, special teams. this one was probably I the know. best
1: one, except for the first one that was a uh, a touchback. Yeah. But mm-hmm. this one goes for 60 yards. Uh, Cameron Harrell for Southern Miss returns the ball twenty three yards to the twenty eight which normally sounds like a pretty good return but here it's kind of underwhelming if you're a Golden Eagle fan. And then you have yes. probably a chance to run two plays if you're Southern Miss because the clock stops on a first down. So what Southern Miss does they they get their offense out on the field, they get ready to go, they do a pass and they start lateraling it like pretty much yeah, immediately. That
2: interesting that they yeah. tried that. I, I don't I mean, they could have easily gotten to about the 50-yard line and then tried that or try yeah. to hail me May- and like I said, I don't think Jack Abraham tried anything past at least 30 <laughs> yards down the field. So maybe they didn't want to try that, but.
1: That's fair, actually. Had
2: nine seconds on the clock and they went for the hook and ladder from the 28. At, I mean, thanks to them for doing that because we won on yeah. that play. Uh, and they yeah. tried to
1: challenge saying there was one second left when it was at all zeros before the yeah. guy went out of bounds. <laughs> and Tech wins 31 to 30.
3: Oh, man. That. Oh, man. Man, that pass from Luke Anthony was so weird, too. Like, he it's like a hook shot almost. He's just kind of – I don't know. I keep watching this replay. I haven't stopped. Oh I've been watching the whole podcast.
2: I cannot believe he got his foot inbound. Like, I can believe it because I saw it. It's oh, just look not, it. He gets so, hit
3: before he puts his foot down.
2: So, hold like, on. So, immediately after that ref says incomplete, like emphatically, like you said, Nathan, Smoke Harris goes over and points at yeah, the – Yeah, he's
0: saying. Watch
2: that shit. Go watch – Oh, my God. So great. So great. Wow. Just a classic to start out the season. I mean, how do you get your foot
3: down like that? It makes no
0: sense. Well, he just was able to shoot his foot straight into the ground like a flagpole.
2: So, I mean, overall, pretty even game, as you would expect in a 31 to 30 game. But Tech had 381 yards, 218 passing, 163 on the ground uh southern miss had 264 through the air and 129 on the ground for 393 total so pretty pretty even uh tech only had seven penalties for 48 yards that's that's good one turnover that's a lot cleaner than i expected honestly yeah but like
3: six of them came on that last drive (laughs)
2: that's that's fair
3: uh
1: yeah, and and what I really kind of wanted to do here was talk about this QB battle. Like near the end of the game, I was like, okay, we can talk about this, we can talk about that, but we just talked for fifty minutes about uh, this this game. So I think I want to jump ahead, uh, ask the obvious question first: Did Tech go and did Tech die?
0: Uh, I'll, st- I'll start us off because I said so. Um, tech, wow, you know what? I'm I'm kind of bamboozled. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of bamboozled, guys. I, Flabbergasted, I, if you will. Yeah, I. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, they went. It took a while, but they went. And so they, they did indeed go. And, uh, well, they did not die. So, yes, Tech went. They went. They did go. And they. Did I, not die.
3: I would say Tech went and died at a point, but then came back. Could this be the first Tech resurrection? We're playing with some zombie bulldogs right now.
1: Uh, yeah, for my answer, I think Tech went in spurts. They never like consistently went, but when they went, they they were they were good and they won so they did not die. And one last thing to do before we jump into the future and go to our preview part. Uh who is everyone's player of the game?
3: Let's
0: Griffin
1: Bear Matt. Man, Matt
2: was Matt waiting says for Griffin that. A-Bear. Matt, you want to
0: explain? Well, 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 there's do I really need to? No. Uh, but <laughs> no, we, uh, we all we all know.
2: Yeah,
0: no. yeah, that's my guy right there. For sure. My guy. Yeah. Is uh, true freshman
2: linebacker no, don't Tyler do it Grubbs.
0: god damn it 16
2: tackles a... are you fucking kidding me dude you're a true freshman
3: you son of a bitch that's pretty <laughs>
2: insane four, four <laughs> you son tackles, of a bitch 16 total one tackle for for laws he was all over the damn field never really in a way that made you say oh wow he missed that right uh the next closest player had 10 tackles so yeah uh, Tyler Grubbs, welcome to the Bulldog defense. I look forward to your next four.
0: Tech has good linebackers? We have a good linebacker. <laughs> well, a lot of the linebackers were missing today, <laughs> which makes
1: sure. his uh contribution even more meaningful. Josh, Indeed. do you have another one or do you need me well, to go first?
3: Well, I guess I I guess I'll, you know, since Evan stole mine.
2: Hey, I went second. I I made sure to take it. That was my guy, the whole game.
3: I'll go I'll go with Greg Garner just for his clutch yeah. 24 yard run like that, that, there's no way we win this game
1: without
0: him you know i i didn't even know he existed he's a guy to watch from now on we, we talked end.
1: about him on this podcast but that may not have been an episode he does you
0: not change the fact that i had no idea who he was
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i'm also taking a, a fresher face uh my player of the game is going to be jacob barnes
0: good okay. that's a good one
1: yeah uh, yeah he on kicking and punting duty his punts were Okay, I mean, they're, they're, they were fine. They were good enough is really what, yeah, what's to be said here. But he hits a field goal. He hits a 28-yard field goal. Not the hardest thing in the world to do for a college kicker. But he hits all four extra points, including the clutch one where yeah. you know everyone is like, watching I was
2: you. I nervous. Yeah, everyone on Twitter, like all these national reporters are like, that should be the game. And I'm like, you motherfuckers. You goddamn <laughs> we, we got
0: so much more to do. I'd be like, do you people have any idea who we're dealing with here?
2: I was (laughs) like, Jacob
1: Barnes has not shown himself to be anything other than Clutch, but like you never know, especially in your first game (laughs) being a kicker. It's That's a lot of pressure, and he was able to handle it. Indeed he was.
2: Yeah, four for four, and then added added a field goal, too. So can't ask for more from him there.
0: And we won by one point. We
2: won by one. Man. Which...
0: We and, are so used to falling victim by one, it feels so good to and actually it be seems one.
2: Like everyone's attention was on us for this. You know, everyone was kind of saying, "Hey, turn to turn to ESPN two uh, for the finale of, of this game." Because I think the Miami, yeah, the Miami Louisville game was pretty much out of hand by this point. That one started at the same time as us, and nothing else was really on. So, really, really good national exposure here for Griffin Abear. <laughs> everybody's tweeting you know like some of these national reporters are tweeting like how the hell did he get his foot in bounds that kind of thing so just a just a really really cool um way for this game to end and obviously we're happy doing this podcast instead of sad so we are that's something it's a bit odd
1: but i'll take it yeah so we are going to have to jump into the future but when we come back maybe not all four of us will be here maybe we'll have a different mismatch personalities nobody knows but we'll see you then goodbye this episode is brought to you by the association of espn2 camera workers your small monthly donation can make sure that last second touchdown catches will always be perfectly in frame any little bit helps Hi and welcome, Mac. Uh, we, we're back. Uh, we're back, and we lost Matt because of that uh, overtime win by the Chiefs just a second ago. He got killed uh, while I'm sure Kansas basketball. City is burning themselves to the ground already. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of, we're here back to preview Houston Baptist with a slightly different energy this time. But I think we're still pretty hype after what we watched uh, yeah. last night. We're recording this on Sunday.
3: I woke up and had to watch the play again and again.
1: I just, yeah, I haven't stopped. And again. I've been just holding my phone in front of me, watching that play over and over again the whole day.
2: <laughs> I need help. Someone, please. Intervention time.
1: But yeah, so we talked about uh, Matt not being here in the Chiefs whole thing, and usually we'll talk about how the Bulldogs did in the NFL. So let's just start with the Chiefs player, Legereus Sneed, who kept his interception streak going with getting another pick tonight on top of six tackles, five solo.
2: Yeah, it, seemed, good. Like it came in good. A, seemed like it came in a pretty important drive point in the game too, right? They were down and the Chargers were driving and uh and the Chiefs were already down and Sneed got the pick at like the five yard line. So pretty yeah pretty I mean, uh, clutch play there by him.
3: Good all credit to Sneed, like good pick, but that was a, yeah, it was dumb a bad throw. It yeah. was a Cross, dumb throw. Cross
2: his body into double coverage. Yeah, not not great there.
1: So like a Tom Brady throw is what you're saying.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I guess they won. So or a Bradford I mean,
2: championship. Oh,
1: Amik Robertson will uh, get a chance to pick <laughs> off Drew Brees tomorrow night.
2: Hey, man, look, we keep mentioning the Saints losing in the playoffs. I got to mention them win every once in a while, right? Yeah, that's
1: fair. <laughs> but Amik wants to change that in the regular season, at least, when the Raiders take on the Saints tomorrow. So we won't have those stats ready for you. But,
2: I mean, the internet exists.
3: I mean, pretty sure Amik's going have two picks. But, yeah.
1: yeah. I will be very
2: conflicted. That, that would be something, because he played zero snaps last week. So it'd be interesting to see that. But... Yeah, uh, hope he gets on the field. You know, that'd be cool to see. Hope he doesn't murder someone on the Saints. That's also would be cool to see.
1: Yeah, and Amik wasn't on the field last week, and neither was Jeff Driscoll. But due to an injury to Drew Locke, Driscoll saw some action and almost had a comeback against the Steelers. 18 for 34, 256 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. I mean, for your backup quarterback, if you're the Broncos, you really can't be too upset with that performance.
2: Yeah, also, what was a... Like, who... Who was rubbing the voodoo doll or whatever today in the NFL, man? There were just so many injuries. But yeah, Drew Locke unfortunately went down for them. But yeah, Driscoll looked pretty good. I mean, he's he's always looked pretty good whenever he comes in. He looked pretty good for the Lions last season too, but he hasn't gotten that shot as a true starter yet.
1: Yeah, maybe he goes like the Fitzpatrick route and just ends up playing for pretty much every team.
2: Yeah, or the, the Luke McCown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... After Driscoll, we've got Boston Scott. He uh, he had four carries for 19 yards and three catches for 24 yards. Um, I didn't end up seeing how Philadelphia did, but...
1: Not well, um, but Miles Sanders was back. They're starting running back. Ah, okay. So that's why okay. Boston Scott's productivity went down a bit. But, I mean, they still lost, so... Yeah. yeah. don't look that great this year.
2: Yeah, that's weird. Weren't they in the Super Bowl? Didn't they win the Super Bowl, like, three years ago or something? What's going uh,
1: on? Uh, at
3: least I can laugh at the Eagles.
1: They lost to the Rams 37 19. Speaking and of, I blame them for not giving Boston the Valmore.
2: Yeah, true. Hey, speaking of laughing at teams, uh, Ooh-hoo-hoo. <laughs> Ooh-hoo-hoo. <laughs> the uh, the <laughs> Cowboys were playing here in Arlington, where I live, and uh, they were down by quite a bit. I think they were down 20 to 0, 29 to 10 at one point, and uh, Xavier Woods had six tackles, four solo tackles, and the Dallas defense really stood tall in the second half. And then, probably just the dumbest onside kick defense I've ever seen in my life.
3: Oh, God. Yeah.
2: By the Falcons, allowed Dallas to win the game by one point as time expired, which is just great. The Falcons blew another lead. What can you say? The Falcons
3: are a cursed franchise.
2: I don't like the Cowboys either, but I hate the Falcons more. So I relished that opportunity.
1: Yeah, tech fandoms kind of split. Like, I feel like there are more Saints fans than Cowboys fans, but there are quite a few Dallas fans that live in North Louisiana. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. You I mean, either, talk
3: either way. family that lives in the area.
1: Yeah. I mean, either way, you have to love the Falcons losing. Like, it doesn't yeah. really matter who you are. If you're living in Louisiana, you wanted to see Atlanta lose. And hashtag. How glorious that was.
3: Hashtag we them boys.
1: <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, the 49ers did not need an onside kick to defeat the Jets. But then again, who does? Uh, Trent Taylor was not very active, but he had, did have two catches, 10 yards on the night.
2: Yeah, I think Ruffalo went down in that game too, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. a lot of injuries in that game. Specifically. I think they lost
3: to but... OSA as well. Yeah.
1: Jaymar, this is how Jaymar gets to the Pro Bowl, just by yeah. default. <laughs>
2: So yeah, then then go on up to Buffalo. Vernon Butler got his first action of the year. I think he was out last week if I remember. Bill's
0: correctly. Mafia, baby. He
2: uh he had four tackles and actually forced a fumble, but it was recovered by the offense on that play. So pretty good uh debut up there for for old Vern, big Vern.
1: Yeah, he had been injured the previous week. And the last two players on the list Our Ravens defensive lineman, Justin Ellis and Jalen Ferguson, each with a tackle. Ellis had an assisted tackle and Jalen had a solo tackle, but they both uh, made some sort of presence in that game.
2: Yeah. So, you know, other than Amik, who we haven't seen yet, pretty, pretty okay week for the tech NFL players there.
1: Yeah. I mean, Driscoll getting into the game, I think is the hugest part of this. And of course, Xavier Woods, no picks, but I mean, he's a starter on defense and Dallas had a huge defensive stand. Those are two big performances by two big players.
2: And Sneed, I mean. Oh, yeah, duh. He's still on pace for his uh, 81 games to break the record.
3: If it's a Sneed so. you need.
1: <laughs> but hopefully Tech won't need Sneed, Amik, or any of those other guys we just talked about when they play Houston Baptist this week. Ooh, man. Well, the FCS we could opponent.
2: use some depth at the DB position. I'll just say, that way, say yeah. it that way to start out here.
1: Yeah, we definitely could. The kickoff this week is at 6 p.m. Central, a little earlier. This week on ESPN3. Uh, Some of the games later in the year are both on ESPN Plus and ESPN3. I'm pretty sure this one's only on ESPN3, which you don't get if you're on ESPN Plus, but you do get if you have pretty much any cable or or even some just internet plans.
3: I don't understand any of this.
2: Yeah, I I don't know. It it does look that way, Nathan. Uh, It wouldn't surprise me if, it's on ESPN Plus Two somehow. I I don't know. ESPN hey. Plus
1: or ESPN Two?
2: ESPN Plus. I mean. Plus Two. Yeah. Comma, Four. Four. Comma <laughs> oh wait, Five? Yeah. Five. <laughs> there's, Five. There's a, now a second tier of ESPN Plus called ESPN Plus Two, just to confuse everyone else. Um, listen,
3: listen, listen, Disney. If you're listening, I know you are. You love to keep tabs on this. Just just give me a way to pay for my sports. Just let me pay for sports channels. I will give you all the money that you need. Like, I just want to watch sports and I don't want
1: anything else. Yeah. I mean, it's it's wild right now how many different hoops you have to go through to watch these different games. Yeah. This is uh, a very confusing time to try to watch sports. But again, you look back 10, 20 years ago, you maybe saw one or two tech games on TV, at least nationally TV, where like, I mean, y'all are in the, the North Louisiana, Dallas area. Games are a lot more easy for y'all to see than up here in DC, where, yeah, unless uh, I'm kind of happy for these ESPN plus three CBS sports kind of things where at least I can pay to watch it. Take us to Twitch, damn it. Twitch plays <laughs> tech football. I think there are some fans calling for that after Hal uh, skipped called this game against Southern Miss. But <sighs> I mean, anyway, anyway, we're not here to review that. That was us last night and what you already listened to on this show. Let's talk a little bit about Houston Baptist. And really, when you're talking about Houston Baptist, there's only one guy that you really need to to know the name of, and that's quarterback Billy Zapp. That's a good name. Is Is it Billy or is it Bailey? It is Bailey. I keep thinking it's Billy Zappka, the actor, and it's not.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought it was too. And then I saw Bailey here in your notes, and I was like, wait, I thought it was Billy Zapp, but I guess I was also thinking of the guy from... uh,
1: Yeah, the Karate Kid and the two games he's been in the guy has thrown 1,000 yards and seven touchdowns in two games.
2: Pretty good. Pretty Still good. Still lost to
1: uh, Ralph Macchio there in the final, but, I mean, a pretty good performance.
3: So, I mean, like, look, those two, one, the, he played two teams. They played North Texas and Texas Tech. I mean, North Texas got absolutely dismantled by SMU last night. I think SMU put up, like, 700-plus yeah. yards.
1: Yeah, I kept rooting for SMU. I wanted to root for North Texas, but SMU's uniforms look so much like ours from a distance that I kept <laughs> thought I was watching. I, a I tech can get
3: game. down with some SMU snobbery. I'm, I'm with it.
1: I, I don't mind. Like either way, a former coach, whatever, win or lose,
3: it really doesn't matter, you know.
1: Yeah, Sunny Dikes on the sideline. It was just they're wearing red, white, and blue with the shoulder stripes and everything. Just it looked like a tech uniform. But again, I mean, the Mean Green beat Houston Baptist pretty easily. But the issue was Texas Tech a week ago, and that's really what's scaring me now. Uh, yeah. Texas Tech only beat Houston Baptist, the Huskies, thirty-five, thirty-three last week.
3: I mean, is that like a? Is that like you know? You can look at it like it was that like Houston Baptist, like that was their Super Bowl, like that was their game this year, like yeah,
2: it was their first ever win P5 that
3: one game. Like that's the one
2: they've only been around for eight years.
1: These are all their Super Bowls. I guess, I think after Tech, they play like Eastern Kentucky, which I guess is less of a Super Bowl. Yeah, But they're playing three FBS programs. Granted, like North Texas and Tech aren't on the same level as Texas Tech, although we are the Tech. Yeah, we can but, play defense. But I mean, all three of these games are huge if you're that program. And just, I think they're saying that they're not even going to play Southland football if they play in the spring because they're playing half a season now anyway. But yeah. It's going to
3: be weird to be uh, in charge of that a program like that. <laughs>
1: It does. It has to be tra- weird to be in charge of a program at all right now. But, I mean, Texas Tech, and I don't know much about Texas Tech now. I know more about them back when uh, Cliff Kingsbury was in charge of that program. Right. When, when he was there, it was a offense-only, Sunny Dykes-almost style. Who cares about defense? Score as many points as we can and just hope that it's more than they can score. Shootout style. And that really doesn't do them any favors against a Houston Baptist team where all they can do is score points over the air.
2: And, and Houston Baptist, I mean, what you just described there, Sonny Dykes style, I mean, looking at their stats so far, that was all I could think was like 2012 when we had no defense to speak of and we were like, you know, 56 to 49, 42 yep. to 41, right? Like just just these crazy games. Uh, it, was fun. 57, right? I, it was fun. It was it fun. It was fun. But look, this frustrating. this team, so you talk about their quarterback, right? I mean, he's put up 1,047 yards in two games. So obviously they throw the ball a lot, but you may not, I don't know if you've realized how much they actually throw the ball. I've got somewhere in here against North Texas, they called 62 pass plays and 24 rush plays against Texas Tech. Oh my it was God. to 24. So they're going to run the ball 24 times. So once they hit that number. <laughs> exactly. We just defend the pass the whole rest of the way.
3: <laughs> that's, that's some very Mike Leach shit.
2: Yeah, that is,
1: I mean. But that's... it worked, right? Like they lost both of these games in North Texas to a lesser extent. But Texas Tech losing by two, throwing the ball 51 times. And I think their average per pass, or it may be per completion, but I think it's per attempt is around 10. You're, like, yeah. you're averaging that's a first really down good. per play if you're yeah. just passing the ball. And everyone knows you're passing the ball. So why would you run?
2: Yeah. No, and and I mean, their running back in two games, their lead running back only has like 80 yards. So, I mean...
1: He's just having a good time. Excuse me, it's 9.4 yards per pass, but
3: still.
2: Well, now my whole perspective has changed, you dirty liar.
3: Yeah. Yeah, now it takes him at least two passes to get a first down. At least.
2: (laughs) Yeah, their their lead running back against Texas Tech had 16 carries for 34 yards. So... That's not good. ...is somehow worse than Southern Misses. Uh...
1: Which uh, NFL player's son do they have on the team? Ooh, because uh, I mean, the, the, their dad is an NFL player, so they have to be like amazing, right? And everyone has to talk about it the entire broadcast. Either that or the Big Ten, for some reason. Oh
3: my gosh! I'm pulling up their roster. I want to see. Oh my god! Houston Baptist running back Ian Beek. Ian e- e-, e-, e e A N B <laughs> E E K Ian Beek. I'm gonna say Ian. That sounds. We'll like say Ian Beek. Yeah, so Ian, Ian Beak a uh, 2.1
2: yards per carry. I mean, he's having a good time. With a long of eight, yeah. Not, maybe I, maybe he's having a bad time
1: game, right? the He's 2.9 you know. on the season.
2: And he didn't even get any receptions. Like, what are they doing?
1: Not throwing the ball to him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they basically have three receivers. They have three top receivers who are between 210 and 260 yards each. They're all in that, like, range of yardage. They have, who I assume are brothers, Josh and Jareth Stearns, and then another one named Ben Ratzleff.
2: Ratzleff? 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 I don't know. Ratz
1: Louisiana Lafayette? (laughs) Something like that.
2: Man, that Josh Stearns guy went off against Texas Tech. Five catches for 209 yards. 41.8 average and two touchdowns. That is insane. But then Jareth had 12 catches... And he also had, he had 11 catches against uh, North Texas. So that's going to be the, if nobody picked a player to watch yet, that's your guy right there. He's got 23 catches in two games.
1: I have not. So maybe I'll just copy and paste what you said there and put it at the end, <laughs> end and then make it in my voice. Yeah, just, yeah. We haven't touched on the defense yet. And that's for uh, a good reason. Against North Texas, excuse me, against Texas Tech, Houston Baptist gave up 624 yards. Defense? This North is doo baby. Against North Texas, a worse team without Mason Fine. We have to remind you, seven hundred and twenty-one yards allowed. Oh, oh
3: man!
2: Oh god! So
1: it's Sunny Dykes. I don't. I know Sonny Dykes is in Dallas with SMU, but is, are we sure he's not also in Houston with Houston Baptist?
2: Who is their coach? I mean, I mean look, like, this is, is like yell very
1: loudly and snort a lot of cocaine.
2: Not yeah,
1: man. <laughs> you about coach. to say something, Josh?
3: I just what a dweeb um (laughs) on point like this is a tuna game like this should have been the first game of the season like this is a game you use your offense in rhythm yeah I
2: I mean look their defense is so bad how bad is it I was about Uh, to say that (laughs) I, I mean it's gosh I looked up some stats, okay, and and I I did a little bit of math. Hopefully, I did it right this time. Their defense in these first two games is giving up eight point four yards per play. That's every single play. On average, up an average of eight point four yards. Okay, for reference, the the best offense last season was Alabama. Okay, and they put up seven point seven yards per play. So yeah, their their offense is going to score some points on Tech. Their offense is they're going to sling the ball sixty times. They're going to complete. 35 to 40 of those probably for maybe 400 yards right that that's gonna happen but okay North Texas you said they had 721 yards right yeah. 361 yards of that were passing 360 yards of that were rushing okay so I mean it wouldn't surprise me if tech had three backs with 100 yards in this game like it's we're gonna run the ball on them a million times and it's just gonna keep working. You know, I don't see how their defense is going to stop our run game, and then we'll just be able to pass it at will after that.
3: Yeah, I mean, ideally, yeah.
1: I mean, we still have some things to figure out on both sides of the ball. Still, I oh mean, yeah, for one sure, game in the year. But yeah, there's there's no way Tech doesn't put up a lot of yards, no matter if they're switching quarterbacks every other play this time instead of every other drive.
2: Let's just like all all six or however many of them we officially have on the roster, they just get one play. We'll see so we JD go,
1: Head in this game?
2: Yeah, we go Anthony, Allen, JD Head. God, I'm not going to remember the rest of them. What's that? What's Weston Elliott? Nick Cox Westle. comes back for a play. Nick Cox, he liked he liked one of our or retweeted one of our tweets from last night, and his profile says University of Nevada. So I'm guessing oh, he hey, liked,
1: we went to go follow the guy from Last Chance U. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're at a good, pretty good place here where we can talk about how tech can win and lose in the past we kind of separated these out um i really think that half the time we answer both questions with both of our answers so let's just combine this into one evan how can tech win and how can tech lose
2: okay so for houston baptist to win they're going to have to stay as hot as they are offensively which honestly i can see that happening because you know tech like you said We've got stuff to work out. We had five or six players on defense that didn't get into the game last week due to injuries or COVID or whatever. And we had some guys step up and play well, but like, there's still some question marks all over the defense, right? So it'd be easy to see them passing the ball over us. But they're also going to have to stop our offense and specifically our running game. And the only way I can see that happening is if they just – magically give everybody fumble fingers and we just turn the ball over like four or five times. I I just, I can't see our offense not scoring, you know, especially after we saw us get going there in the second half with Anthony at the helm and for tech to win. I mean, I have in here notes about dominating the line of scrimmage and stuff, but really it's just going to be take care of business. Honestly, like just, just give them, take what they're giving us. Like, I don't want to see skip getting, you know, out coaching himself. And like, look, if we're running the ball for 10 yards, every single time we run the ball, let's just keep running. You know, don't, you know, mix in some play action pass every once in a while, but don't come out and just throw the ball three times and have a three and out. You know, if every single time we run the ball, we're getting 10 yards. You know what I mean? Like, uh, just for tech to win. We just, we just have to be tech. Honestly, that's, that's all we have to do. Yeah, that, Josh, That's all I got.
1: Josh, you have an answer,
3: but yeah, take care of business. Just tech needs to take care of business. Like Evan said, it shouldn't be uh, you know, it shouldn't take, you know, a rocket scientist to figure out how to win this game from a coaching perspective. So, you know, HBU can absolutely throw all over us. So, you know, the DBs are going to have, they're going to have a day. They're going to have a tough time probably, but you know, it'll be good to get them in a, it, it should be good. A good practice for them. Essentially. Like they, they need this, but as long as tech takes, takes care of business on the offensive end, I see no reason why they can't
1: win. Yeah. I mean, it's an FCS school. You're expected to win these games. But what I'm afraid of is pretty much the big play, the the downfield 70-yard touchdown pass, whether or not it's to Tim Jones or not, um, especially in the fourth quarter. I know last year our whole defensive philosophy was the bend-don't-break, but that could really be a good strategy against Houston Baptist because the Huskies pretty much thrive on the big play this year. We talked a lot about yardage and stuff like that, but I don't think that gets specific enough into how much they rely on these huge chunk plays. Um, I don't want to get too into the nitty gritty on how SP plus calculates explosiveness uh, because it involves a stat called ISO PPP where PPP stands for points per play. uh, But it's not like points divided by plays. It's the amount of yardage you gain and where you are on the field and it gets very specific.
2: Yeah been fine-tuned over years of trying to figure out how to measure offense and, and really match the eye test with, you know, the stats that you're seeing. And, yeah, it, it's very complicated, and I don't fully understand it either.
1: Yeah, I could explain it. I do a much better job, I think, over text than over voice. But <laughs> uh, basically, think of the normal values of explosiveness are somewhere between a one and a two. So one is you have a pretty bad explosiveness. You're not gaining a lot of yardage on each play. You could have had a lot of plays that go for five yards. And if you go for five yards on every single play, you score a touchdown because you have four plays to score to gain 10 yards. So five per play is, is pretty good. And then two is also a pretty good explosiveness value. Uh, So just kind of thinking that range of between one and two. Um, So against North Texas, they were pretty average. They were, they were in the 1.5, a little bit below that throughout most of that game. First quarter, they were about just above a one, the kind of a 1.27. Quarter three, they were below a one even. But then in fourth quarter, their explosiveness, the explosiveness value was a 3.09. They Whoa. they made that a game late. Against Texas Tech, they also kind of struggled early in the game, but in the fourth quarter, their value was two point three eight when they really kind of made that a scary game for the Red Raiders. So they
3: like to they like to blow up in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what that tells me. It's less about how how good they are like every play gaining yards or whatever, but they can hit the big play, especially late. And if tech, is not running away with this game? By the time we get to the fourth quarter and our players a little gassed and we'll see how contact tracing impacts us here. um, I can, I'm a little scared of the Huskies making a game of it late. Um, That said, I I mentioned the bend on break earlier, uh, the defensive philosophy. Once the Huskies get inside the 40 yard line, they struggle. So, The SP Plus also looks at scoring chances, which is if you get the ball inside the opponent's 40, how often do you score, or how many points do you score on those chances? So against Texas Tech, they got the ball inside the 40 eight times. They scored 13 points total on those eight chances inside the 40. God, that's that's awful. awful. That is awful because they have less field. They don't have. They can't have a huge play. The defense is defending less field. They must run
3: four verts every single play.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have not watched any of these games, but like numbers wise, that's what I'm seeing. North Texas, they scored 24 and eight chances again. Uh, but 24 is also pretty atrocious. The Mean Green also had eight chances in that game and scored 52 points off those yeah. opportunities. Oh. So that's basically, it's it's a bend, don't break is the perfect thing for this. I don't want to say don't blitz or don't or just play prevent the entire time because you give the quarterback long enough, he'll find the open receiver. And if they can make a play like Tim Jones could for Southern Miss, They'll make a play. But you just you have to watch the over-the-top. You have to have the safety help there. As long as you're able to control those huge, deep passes, they can't run the ball. All they can keep on is the short passing game if Tech doesn't allow the long passing game. And if Tech can do that, they can win pretty easily. And if they just give up 40-yard touchdown, 70-yard touchdown, 99-yard touchdown pass plays, then this will be yeah. a long night.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be a big game for... For uh, Jaden Cole, you know, BJ Williamson, and Khalil Ladler for sure. Like they're going to have to be on top of their game for sure.
1: Yeah. So let's move to our players to watch. Evan, who do you have to watch?
2: Yeah. I mean, obviously, I figured somebody else was going to take their quarterback, but we've already talked about him ad nauseum. So obviously, he's the main guy. Uh, but I'll pick a defensive player. You know, like I said, they're going to have to force some turnovers if they want to have a chance to win. And Last week at Texas Tech, Isaiah Cash, a true freshman safety who had one tackle against North Texas, kind of came out of nowhere and had 10 tackles and that all-important interception there in Lubbock. So Tech's not gonna sling it 52 times like Alan Bowman and Texas Tech did, but impact players will find ways to make plays and hopefully uh, you know we'll be on the lookout for this kid.
1: Yeah, Josh, do you have a player? Uh I mean,
3: it's tough to say uh but i got to go with uh Ian beak Ian, <laughs>
2: my boy Ian beak Ian beak well she's going to have Purely of because of the yards fact yards on the ground against he us. has
3: a he has a great name great name but uh i mean if he's the guy for Houston Baptist he hasn't had a great season so far you know he's been what about it's like 2.2 yards per carry some something pretty low
2: he averaged 5 yards a carry last season looks like he may not so, be their feature back but
3: i mean he's he's the guy so it'll i'm i'm working this into a backing in the way of like Watch him and then we'll really see how how text rush defense is. You know, if he's the guy, we need to watch him because it doesn't seem like he gets any receptions like he doesn't. He's not part of their passing game. So if he's he's yeah. just get, if he's in if he's in the backfield, he's either blocking or he's getting the ball. And if he gets the ball, I mean, he's he plays for HBU. He's going to run like a man possessed. Like he's given his all. Every single game, so it'll be a good, it'll be a good indication of where our run defense is. If we can shut Ian beat down, it's just it's another good thing. It's like it's another you know check one of the boxes. We're doing what we need to do. If not, eh, we got some problems. If he starts picking up about five six yards per carry, we 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 got to go back and work on some things.
1: Yeah, yeah. My guy is uh, going to be the kicker here for Houston Baptist, Gino Garcia. His season stats so far: seven extra points made, ex- seven extra points attempted. That's the good part. The bad news, 3-for-6 on field goals. Uh, all three misses came against North Texas uh, and then against uh, Texas Tech. He kind of turned it around a bit and went, uh, what is that, 2-for-2, two 3-for-3? Two, three three? Uh, really, I, I don't think this is a game that comes down to field goals because I think this is a game that Tech scores, wins by multiple touchdowns. But I... I'm always a little afraid of kickers here. Whether it's Jonathan Barnes going on or Jacob Barnes, I keep doing that. Jacob Barnes coming on for the extra point to win the game Old Baby Barnes missed last night, uh, or or whatever. This is a kicker who struggled in their first game and has played well since. Granted, one game since, but uh, that's exactly what uh, the kicker for Tech did last year, right? Against Texas, they struggled and then yeah. after that, they were good. So
3: hey, Bailey Hale. You you earned my respect after that Texas. Yeah, game. I,
1: Bailey Hale had two misses against Texas and never missed again. So I I don't again I don't think this is a game that comes down to field goals. And this is partially just because I don't know a lot about Houston Baptist, but it's also fun to say Gio Garcia for some reason.
3: Names having a good name is a leg up in life,
2: at least on the GTPDD podcast. Yeah,
3: we, we will talk about you if you have a good name. So you know, if you have a good name, send it in. We will say.
1: It. <laughs> submit your good names now yeah one final thing to do before we wrap up our houston baptist preview and that's to make a score prediction evan how do you see this game going
2: (sighs) well i'm gonna use my time here to to state something i forgot to say earlier is that so so zap the quarterback bailey zap zappy boy whatever you want to call him zaps potato chips i don't know uh He, he's been really good so far. He's completing like 63% of his passes somewhere in that neighborhood, 1,000 yards, seven touchdowns, and no picks. But he's been their starter for a couple seasons, and in 2018 and 2019, he's got somewhere in the neighborhood of like 50, maybe 55 touchdowns, but he's also thrown 28 interceptions. So this is not a guy who's like perfect, right? He seems like he's lighting the world on fire now, but this could be a situation where – you know, he played clean the first two games because those two teams were not putting pressure on. And we saw Blackwell putting pressure on last week. But anyway, as far as the score prediction, look, I, I think Houston Baptist is going to score 31 points at least. I think they just passed the ball too much. We're too early in a weird season. We're not going to shut down the passing game like I hope we would. But I also think that we're, we're going to have, I don't know, Four, five, six five six rushing touchdowns on the night i mean it it's gonna it's gonna be a good night for tech running backs and so i'm gonna say uh 57 to 31 tech wins
1: all right josh that's
3: actually pretty close to what i was thinking uh i was gonna go 54 38 and uh my reasoning yeah now <laughs> now who what? wins the game
2: Wait, hold on. Fifty-seven to thirty-one is exactly the score that North Texas beat them by. So uh, that's mm. weird. I didn't intend mm. to do that. Uh, I'll, I'll change it to I'll change it to fifty-eight to thirty. How about that?
1: Yeah, just don't let the teacher know you're copying someone's homework. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't
3: want to copy North Texas homework. No.
1: So we didn't mention this right. earlier. FBI gives Tech a ninety-five point six percent chance to win. Massing eighty-seven with a final score prediction of forty-two to twenty-one. I think twenty-one is a little low for what Houston Baptist yeah. can score in this game. At the same time, I'm not super confident in Tech putting up a lot of points because I'm also not super confident that Holtz is 100% on Luke Anthony yet. I feel like uh, this game is one where he could go back and forth again between the two quarterbacks. That it
2: matters in this game, but I, I mean... I think it matters in
1: the momentum of playing the position. The same yeah. thing that we kind of saw here well, where...
2: I think it might against matter Southern Miss. going into BYU than it does for this actual game in the score, but...
1: Yeah, I, I don't think this is a game tech loses, for the record. But I think this is a game that's closer than it should be because Holt, Holt has done this in FCS games in the past. I'm not just talking about that yeah. game that will not be named. Yeah. But Holt well, has what thing, goes about. into these games thinking, I've got to win here, let's get a little experimental. And if Aaron Allen had great moments in this past game against Southern Miss and Luke Anthony won the game for you, uh, so it feels like all Tech fans will be thinking, "Yay, Luke Anthony!" But I don't think Tech will give up, and Holt specifically will give up on Aaron Allen yet. I think after this game, you kind of have that solidified. But I think uh, if we're playing this quarterback rotation game in this game, I think that Tech only wins by a couple scores. Uh, I think Tech will put up points just because of how bad the defense they're facing is. But I'm thinking it's more in the uh, like 45-35 or 49-35. Uh, kind of score. I think forty nine thirty five is going to be my my prediction.
2: Fair, fair enough. Yeah, I would say
1: I hope I'm wrong, but I mean I'll take that because that means a victory, and yeah, that's all you can really hope for.
3: Each week's a new week. Got to go one to zero every week.
1: Yeah, and so that brings us to our tweet of the week. Tech did go one to zero this week against Southern Miss, and the uniforms that Southern Miss was wearing were a little sus. uh Evan, you want to tell us about the tweet of the week? <laughs>
2: Yeah, honestly, in action, they didn't look as bad as they did in this picture. But um, we've got CUSA refs at F5 underscore CUSA refs, um, retweeting a uni swag, which is an account that just tweets out, you know, college football uniforms, I guess. And uh, it's the original tweet has all the pictures and Southern Miss is wearing that weird gray, but it's really the pants. So CUSA ref says breaking Southern Miss is wearing yoga pants in this week's game. (laughs) And yeah, it's pretty accurate. I mean,
3: I'm pretty sure I saw those on the Nike collection for their yoga.
2: (laughs) Yeah, not I I personally hate all gray uniforms. I think they look terrible.
3: Yeah, I can't think of any. Good. I
2: don't like the fact that
1: they're the Golden Eagles and had no gold anywhere on their uniform. Yeah, I, I'm
2: Same really... confused the you,
1: they're the mustard buzzers. Now go I away. Mean, they didn't have any mustard sauce spilled on their jerseys <laughs> either. I mean, FIU's done this before where they're the Golden Panthers and then they'll wear all... I guess they may be just the
2: Panthers now. I think they're still. just the Panthers now, yeah.
1: But, but like, you're, you have gold in your name where some gold somewhere, even if it's just the helmet, but the helmet yeah. being black and white, I think, added to it too, where it was just... It looked like you were watching the game on an old 1940s TV. <laughs> yeah, but also somehow I, uh, wear, using millennial trends.
3: My um, uh, my old roommate from Tech uh, was. We were texting during the game the other day, and he said he he had to ask me. He's like, "Hey, have you ever been to the restaurant Golden Chick? Because uh, that's what Southern Miss's logo looked like. So, <laughs> you know, you look like a fast food restaurant, you get treated like a fast food restaurant.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just the whole gray out trend that teams are doing and they've been doing it for the last few years I mean UAB practically does it every single game where they've got like ugly white man forms with highlighter green I, oh. listen
3: listen I love to dunk on UAB but like please y'all you gotta do better than that highlighter green that stuff is terrible to look at
2: it's just like so ugly to look at it makes me so uncomfortable if, they, if they went
3: with a black on that like highlighter green it would have kind of yeah. worked better
1: anyway that about wraps it up for this episode of the Go Tech Please Die Podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at G-O-T-E-C-H P L S D N T D I E. Or head to our blog where we have previews and hopefully a recap we haven't started on. And hmm. um, and also the ba- and also the football contest and a few other things. That's at gtpdd.dog
2: Oh yeah. Shout out to Chase P. He won the first week of the contest. And we'll see if the streak continues. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we also have a YouTube channel, which uh, YouTube is weird about how they do like channel names and searching, but that's GTPDD on YouTube. Also linked to on our Twitter and and elsewhere, where we have videos every now and then, including. Our NCAA uh, preview, I guess, where we simulate the game in NCAA 14, and it looked kind of similar to how this game went.
2: I tell you what, that that preview, that little highlight video you made, had me hyped the other day. And I was
1: it,
3: getting into it.
2: Real life, real life turned out to be even more hyped than that, but similar game structure there.
1: Yeah, and we'll see how Tech does against, I think, FCS South, because I think that that's as close as we get yeah. to Houston Baptist on that video game. Uh, Just make them pass
3: all the time. (laughs) Pretty
1: much. (laughs) Changes our playbook. Take up all the running plays. Uh, But that will be out Thursday. We'll have our preview thread of Houston Baptist out on Friday. And then the game on Saturday. Uh, So a whole week of content from us, just like it was last week. And we look forward to doing that. And until next time, I'm Nathan.
2: I'm Evan.
3: And I'm the son of Griffin (laughs) A-Bear.
1: And go Tech. you don't die. Please. We'll, we'll get to that. Let's jump to the beginning first. But my dick hard. Yeah. You've got to keep it that way. Uh, Why am Four hours. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. Hopefully we won't be talking for four hours.
0: Oh, fuck it. It's Saturday.